Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 29 with Jack Taylor. It's the first episode of our Dr. Jackal and Marky Hyde episodes. I uh, had this idea a little while ago and just uh, put it out there to get some questions through to the podcast, whether that's about myself or just questions in general, questions about comedy, things like that. Uh, just sent through and finally got a few of those questions built up so we decided to put out a Dr. Jackal and Marky Hyde episode is what we're calling it. Uh, I've had Jack on the show before this is another cracker episode with him so uh, so shout out to Jack for being on the show again and we're hoping to make this more of a regular thing um, so submit your questions through to markyworthingtoncomedy at gmail.com so that we can read them out on the show. Upcoming gigs that I'll be uh, putting my name down to perform in or performing in. If you're listening to this straight after release, there's The Basement tomorrow on November the 17th. Doors are at 7.30, show at 8. Uh, and if you're planning to um, get in early and get some food, we encourage that you book for that one if you haven't already. We've got a headlining act of uh, Randy Feltface. You may have seen that on social media I shared that. First time we've had a headlining act at um, the Comedy Nights at The Basement be a good one to go check out i'm sure a lot of you are familiar with his work already and it's uh really good to have him on on the bill and uh looking looking forward to the gig tomorrow so i'll see you all there also uh this weekend on um saturday the 21st i'll be uh emceeing a um a music gig something a bit different something i haven't done yet before and uh that'll be at um vertex studios at here plenty of bands on the bill i've got all the details up on my social media accounts so check that one out for more information but uh, it's all for a good cause going to the Red Red Cross definitely worth checking it out and seeing some uh, cool bands also yours truly between between the bands just keeping the party going so looking forward to seeing everybody out with that one uh, then we got Boardwalk on the 25th of um, November at the Boardwalk Bar in Belconnen starting at 8 o'clock but make sure you check Facebook for the event details for that one it's encouraged that you uh, book ahead it's free entry but they just uh, take the bookings to um, monitor um crowd numbers as for next month we've got smith's alternative on the 6th and the 13th of december so i don't know which one out of those two i'll um be able to make it to but uh either one of those two i'll share more information closer to the date on my social media uh, so yeah make sure you uh keep an eye out for those ones that starts at seven o'clock either 6th or 13th of december they're both sundays so head on out and check that one out um and that's that's it for upcoming gigs um that i'll be applying for or performing in and uh for now enjoy the enjoy the podcast thank you got my buddy jack taylor hey marky how you doing good man good to have you back on the show yeah it's good to be back we've uh been planning this one for a little while this is our uh long awaited long awaited um doctor <laughs> long long awakened <laughs> Dr. Jackal and Marky Hyde episode. So oh, yeah. uh, it's the first of like a series that I want to start doing. I get sent questions on the um, for the podcast either through uh, social medias like Instagram, Facebook. I have a Twitter account, but no one fucks with that yet because this is Australia <laughs> and no one uses Twitter. Um, yeah, no. Nah. No. That's how I tell whether someone's a famous comedian in Australia. If they have a Twitter following, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, if you've got 70,000 followers in a fucking country that doesn't use Twitter, you must be pretty fucking popular. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's... Uh, well, you could be on the gram. I hear people use gram. Oh, the gram's my uh, largest amount of following. 
But um, <laughs> yeah, unless you're fucking Dave Hughes, you don't have a Twitter account that gets used much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I get sent qu- questions, and uh, I usually answer them directly to the person. But a lot of the times I figure, well, if someone's asking me these questions, I may as well just put them on the podcast and then people will uh, people will be able to listen back to the answer so they might have, you know, had that question but just not sent it through or whatever. So it gets me a few questions. But, yeah, we'll get into that. All the questions that are sent through are usually, well, they, unless it specifically involves like a name that is necessary, which often isn't, um, I usually leave all the names out um, because, yeah, cool. it's one of the rules of the podcast. We don't name names and we don't fucking, uh, we don't talk. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, no, 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 no gossip. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, it is gossip. I guess it's more like a, we don't name and shame unless the person is proud of what they did. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, even then, fuck them. Even if they're not proud, I'll tell you. Who cares? Actually, oh. fuck this. I, I name names. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. <laughs> it's my podcast. I'll do what I want with it. If you wanted to not be on the podcast, you shouldn't have fucked up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's that's what we'll uh that's the the basis of the episode, but um, it's been a while no. since we spoke last. I think the last episode I had you on was uh, during the uh, pretty much the middle of lockdown, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. When was that? That was uh, uh, June, yeah, July, middle of the year or something. But look, we fucking blinked, and now it's the end of the year already. So, ah, oh, no, so quick, insane. Like. 2020 is a write-off, like it's fucking done. Hopefully there's no other surprises between now and the end of the year, but yeah, I'll be happy to get this one fucking behind us. Yep. I think we, like you and I usually catch up at least once a year. Yeah, we try. Yeah, so um, it's a fucking shame that it hasn't happened this year, but hey, we've gotten to... Two podcasts out of it. One of them's a cracker. The other one's still pending. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that zombie apocalypse episode. If anyone's listening right now that hasn't gone back and listened to any of the old episodes, check out the last Jack Taylor episode where we went through the zombie apocalypse, um, like hypotheticals. Would you rather? Yeah, questions and we decided the broom was the best weapon ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check Clearly. out, check out the post picture for that one. It's fucking gold. That's the that's the most editing I'll ever do for this podcast is getting that picture ready. <laughs> oh man, I was looking at it the other day actually, and I was like, man, that's so fucking grainy and pigsly. I love it. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. So that was uh, hey, that was actually during like apocalyptic situation though, like during that time of the year. Yeah, it was like fully locked down. I was only working uh, in retail at the time. I'm, you know. Uh, IT job now as well um, as the usual like everyone knows I work at the bar as well and got yeah. three jobs going still working in retail occasionally still got my name on the books there you got to get that uh, you got to you know I just prefer paying tax on a third job it's just a th- like it's a weird kink that I have I'm like oh fuck yeah <laughs> love paying that 50 oh, yeah. like when I get my paycheck and it's like amount paid amount like 
total versus gross, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. It's my way of supporting the economy. It's like when I didn't vote a couple of years ago and I got a $20 fine. I was like, holy fuck, dude. Me giving $20 as a fine has definitely contributed to the economy way more than if I voted. <laughs> like, if I actually voted, I would have just, like, you know, fucking got my name marked off and just done some bullshit. And uh, and who's to say that my vote wouldn't have just... Because apparently, I don't know this for sure, and this isn't a political podcast. I don't research anything. So And plus, if you're listening to the podcast, you've got internet. You can look it up yourself, you lazy fucks. But I, um, I'm pretty sure that if you donkey vote, it just your vote counts towards the leading party. Oh, really? Yeah. People research that shit and uh, comment. I want to know what the answer is. Show how much of a fan you are. I'm I looking at you. I always vote third party. I can't be bothered. Yeah, with dude. The big fucking get me some crazy fucking third party shit going on, and then um, then we'll talk. I'm not. I'm not. Like, I've worked in a metal bar for too long to vote the mainstream. Mm. I'm. I'm all about that non-conformist fucking lifestyle. There's there's like an old meme. It's like two punk kids eating maccas, and it was just like. Mm. Um, Nothing like a Big Mac and a Coke after a hard day of fighting um, conformity and capitalism. <laughs> oh, dude. The previous episode was like mid-COVID, um, pretty fucking rough. So, I mean, that's kind of, that was the, like the birthplace of the, um, of the phone interviews for my podcast because I just couldn't do any in person. I've got a few more in person now. I've got my studio set up and shit. This one here is an audio-only episode, so if you're listening on audio, don't go to fucking YouTube. There's no there's no video, but still go over if you haven't subscribed already and give us a fucking subscribe and be one of the fucking seven people that subscribe already. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much how um, how the how how the podcast has evolved over the time. So it's been pretty good, man. So, uh, how, have you done anything, uh, what, what, how do you get through the whole lockdown and shit, dude? Since we spoke last, what's the, uh, what's been the plan for yourself? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> not much. Okay, so during, during the, the first, you know, three quarters of the year, didn't get up to a lot, played a lot of games. The year doesn't start till March, so. Yeah. Played a lot of games, read a lot of books, and then um, I actually got a job like two months ago, like a month ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm a working class person now. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> I work in retail. Awesome. Yep, yeah, it's been good. And today I just blew my money on my first big purchase after working for a month and a half. PS5. Not Nintendo Switch. Ah. Did like because you know being close to the release date, I figured that that was. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I like to wait at least a year before I buy a new console. Oh, that's fair enough too, man. Like the only console. This is for all the console listeners here too. Like tuning in, I'll just cover all the subjects. So like I'll either lose <laughs> half the audience or win with like the content. Um, but yeah, I like like I was saying. Um, before off mic we um been doing the gaming podcast stuff 
and I'm like, man, I'm stuck with like all of the retro stuff right now. Like that's my my fucking shit at the moment. I stay so far behind with consoles that like it doesn't matter that I haven't played those games yet. Like it's better that I get them now and don't play them because if I don't if I if I wait and I get them in like a few months time, then the fucking things will be like more expensive because they're retro. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I kind of live in that sweet spot where I only buy games if they're like 30 bucks and then um, I just keep them and like play them as I, as when I get up to them and then by the time I play it, it's like considered retro and it's fucking like worth pretty much what I bought it for again. <laughs> I like play a game and fucking resell it and just get back the same that I spent on it plus I get the experience of the game as well. Yeah, makes sense. But here's the dodgy thing, man. I'm, like, monetizing the experience. I'm sitting here like, oh, that was a fucking free experience. Like, like if you play a game, you don't want to be, like, thinking about how much this game's cost you. You want to be so emerged in the game that you forget all that shit. But I'm just sitting here going, like, I'll play a game. Like, if I've got my money's worth and I'm only two-thirds through the game, fucking sell it, man. I got my money. I just have no fucking time to play games, so I'm just sitting here like, well, man, this only cost me $4 from the cheap bin at AB Games, and to be honest, I've only created a character profile, and I feel like I've got my money's worth. Yeah, but look how sick he looks. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, I'm a... I've had two hours customizing this guy. I'm such a fucking... um, I'm not very creative when it comes to that kind of like, character creation. Like, I'm the dickhead that tries to make the character look the most like me. Ah, same. And that's a lot of hard work. Yeah, as opposed to just being the guy that's like, oh, I know, I'll give him fucking, like, outrageous, like, shit, where he's, like, give him, like, a massive nose with small eyes and fucking red hair with, like, a fucking green beard and goblin ears. That was like a pretty interesting character. <laughs> Dude, the, the funniest character I ever created was when I um I used to have this um golf game. It was like Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2006. Um, cool. Shout out to EA Games. I know you guys are going to be a sponsor in the future. And just or any scouts that are listening, just uh yeah, just letting you know, man. Just that one's on the house. That little shout out there, just like just in case. Um, <laughs> Just like I'm not looking for any money, but just consider it when you draft my contract. Um, oh, and if, if, if we're plugging and begging for um, sponsorships, this is brought to you by Raids Shadow Legends. <laughs> they support all YouTubers, right? It would be great, great. Yeah, dude. Take thank all that dough. <laughs> See, this is exactly why you're my low-key marketing manager, and you don't even know it. <laughs> Ray Shadow Legends, if you want to reach out, he's interested. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly. It's uh, That's how business is done. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I um, I had the t- Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2006 and seven, And um, in Ooh. one of them, I created a profile for... Because um, I knew my uncle was coming to visit me. And, um, when you have, when you create a new profile, it's like a noob, like there's just no stats or anything. You got to kind of finish the game a few times to get some stats. 
So Ah, oh, like with Pro Skater 3. Exactly, dude, like Pro Skater 3. So I fucking created a profile for him and created a character that looked like him and then finished Ooh. the game a couple of times. So when he came up to visit, he already had a profile ready to fucking rock. Yep. But the problem was, dude, I made him like... I, I like... I started his stats off like pretty good. Like the, all of his like attributes were actually in like power, which is like one of the hardest like points to earn. And um, he he started becoming better than my own character. So I was just like, by the time he came to visit, I was just like, nah, man, this is my guy. <laughs> like, well, why does he look like me? And I'm like, and why is his name the same as mine? I'm just like, oh, just coincidence, man. Like, this is just the default fucking character. It was like to the point where he thought EA Games had like copied him as a person and included him as a default character in the game that was like OP. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was that was that was pretty fun. Do you know I bought that game again? So I got rid of that game, like, because sports Ooh. games don't age well, right? Um, and yeah. like, have you seen people that have collected every Wii game ever made, and they've just got like fucking all these like NFL games that are just fucking out of date and shit? And you're like, dude, why do you still have like you got like every NFL game ever created, or like like FIFA or whatever? And you're like, dude, this you get to a point where you're like collecting for the sake of collecting and not because you actually want to play the game yeah ah fuck i lost the game oh no why would you do that i have to do it because you know i know you know the game dude god damn it i lost the game i haven't thought about the game for the last time i thought about it was someone else reminded me like it was you wasn't it what didn't you remind me of the game the other week? Was I on the phone to you? Nah, man. Someone else reminded me of the bastards. Yeah, and anyone out there that gets that reference also fucking, like, I had yeah, to do lost. it, dude. Yeah, you fucking lost. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, don't Google it. Don't have anything to do with it. It's the worst fucking thing ever known. <laughs> nah, I kind of like it. Yeah. I've yeah. been playing it for, like, 15 years. Yeah, dude. We, I think you told me about it um, about eight years ago or 10 years ago, and I've been playing it ever since. Oh, it was high school. We would have been like 15, 14. Holy shit, dude. 14, yeah, that was 15. like 15 years ago. Holy crap. No, 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 I'm only 27. That was 15, would have been 12 years ago. Not 15. Come on. Oh, hell. yeah. Yeah, you're right. We're splitting hairs. <laughs> Necessary. Please. Those three years are the difference between 27 and 30. So it matters. <laughs> dude, that is a massive difference, right? 27 to 30, dude. Do you know how to dream the other night where um, hmm. there was this... You ever have any like dreams where it's just like not a normal dream that you would have? Like, it's not like... Sometimes you have reoccurring dreams that's in similar settings or whatever. Yep. This one took place in a public fucking toilet. How weird is that? I never that have that. Weird. So, I'm I'm at the urinal, right? And I turn around and there's this old guy coming in. And he looks like the guy that plays the devil in the movie Devil. 
and uh, creepy old dude that you could tell, like, if there was going to be a human version of the devil, that's what he would look like. Yeah. He comes in and he goes, are you ready to die yet? Just while he's peeing. He's, like, talking to me over his shoulder and I'm washing my hands. And he's like, you ready to die yet? And I was just like, oh, not yet, man. I've still got some shit to do on Earth yet before I head off. Like, I'm already assuming that I'm going to be going to hell. Like, it's not... Like, this dude definitely (laughs) didn't represent anything good. (laughs) But he was just peeing, just just doing God's work, man. Just sitting there taking a leak, just talking over his shoulder. Like, you ready to die yet? Like, as if, like... You know, did you? He was saying it as if, like, he was going to say, like, "Oh, did you watch the game the other night? Like, you ready to die yet, mate?" And I was just like, "Oh no, I still got some shit to do on Earth." And he was like, "Oh yeah, well, um, what like what's so important?" And he's like, "What are you going to do with the rest of your life? Like, you've already had twenty-seven years. What are you going to fucking do in the rest of it? Like, you haven't done anything yet." And I was just like, "And and this is weird because I like." wouldn't normally think of this response i was like talking but i could hear what i was saying but i didn't know what i was about to say like a normal conversation and then i said oh but at 27 i'm kind of like an old kid but i'm still a young adult and he was like yeah fair enough whatever floats your boat and he fucking like put his dick away and washed his hands and walked out and i was just like yeah 27 like 25 to 29 is a weird age. Like, the late 20s is a weird age because your parents and everyone else, they're still going to think of you as a kid. Like, everyone 40-plus, they're full-blown adults and they're going to look at you as a kid. But anyone under 20, they're going to look at you like an adult. And it's weird. It is weird. Like, But just my response, like, I still feel like I'm an old kid. That's actually true, though. Like, Yeah, yeah. I do, like, I still think of, when I think of you, right, uh, I still think of you wearing your, like, white school shirt and me wearing, like, my fucking white school shirt and I've got, like, my emo fringe. Like, whenever I envision... Oh, I remember the emo fringe. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was ages ago. Yeah, so... Yeah, and I had, like, real, like, uh, uh, at some points I had real long hair and sometimes I completely shaved it off. Yeah, so you went from, like, shaven head to long hair to shaven head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I couldn't... I didn't go and get it cut, uh, so I just... Once it grew too long, I shaved it off and let it grow it out again. (laughs) (laughs) What are you rocking now? Uh, Normal hair. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like a Lego man. Just got, like, the the, the default haircut. Yeah, yeah. The the little, little... Little bit of a fringe swept at the side, uh, shortish, longer on top. Yeah, the classic hair. Sounds hot. Like, can you imagine a dude <laughs> who has a job? Something like that. Yeah, dude, that sounds hot as shit. But, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, so yeah, speaking of hair, man, like, they've, like, you're 27, right? I'm 27. Do you constantly check your hairline to see if you're losing hair or anything? Nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. I'm, my hair is thick as fudge. Like, it is so thick. Um, 
The figures fudge. Are you like? Are you like recording this from the church? You like the like the 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 fucking minister is like washing his towels and shit out the front, and he just like he just looked over his shoulder as you're like figures, and then he just said fudge, and he turned back and just kept doing what he was doing. No, I haven't sworn in like four months. Holy shit, dude! Yeah. Why? Not a why. I just I I got out of the habit because I was thinking about. And less people swear than swear. So it's much easier to make everyone feel at ease by not swearing rather than swearing. You know what I mean? Like swearing fits in certain situations, but I rarely find myself in those situations. So it's easier to stay out of the habit. Like I don't go down to a bar and hang out with dudes and stuff like that. Mostly just work or cafes or things like that. Yeah, you know, I, I get it. It's like, it, it probably would be refreshing to not be a generative cunt like myself. <laughs> I just have it, I suppose. I'm in the habit of not swearing. No, dude, for sure. And and for any of your family that tune into this episode, uh, he's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> they know that, trust me. Everyone knows that. And and do you know what? It's even better that you're that you're like doing this because you like they know now that like the sort of influence that you have like by me hanging out with you for so many fucking years and you've still managed to stay on the straight and narrow. Uh, I'm never gonna change. Dude, I'm I... pretty much gonna stay this way. Good, I like it, dude. It's actually, to be honest with you, man. Sometimes I swear accidentally, like I think to myself, "Oh, I'll." I'll be good. And then I do what you do. Like, I'm like, oh, it's, um, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling, a, I'm feeling a bit, um, a, b- a bit like I should be not swearing in this current situation or around this person because I don't know them very well or whatever. And then all of a sudden I'll yeah, just exactly. accidentally swear and they'll be like, yeah, totally. You're in the habit of it. The thing is, they, like, everyone that I've ever done that with has been totally down with it. They'll like swear after that. Like, uh. it, and I'll just be like, oh, cool. Like, I'm also with someone else that it, like, like, gets me. But, um. Yeah, the people in my life tend to not swear, you know? I've, I've I have to, to admit, people. like, a, a lot of really uptight people in my life. I mean, not uptight, but, like. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. No, so I, I've done this thing before where I'm like, oh, I'll be good. And then like, but I'll, I think sometimes, like I can actually turn it off. Like I can turn it off if I'm talking to someone that I like have an inkling won't be down with me swearing. But I've tried yeah. to do clean sets like at comedy and uh, it just doesn't work. Like I did a... I did a recording for um, a YouTube um, channel and the event was called Short, Fast, Funny and I shared it on my page and uh, like I've got it in a playlist on my YouTube channel and stuff. Um, cool. And I've got some good jokes in there. Like I, I'm pretty happy with how the jokes turned out but when they edited it, they took out all of the swearing because it was like a four-minute set that could be used to represent me if I was going for like a TV show or something like that uh, yeah. and uh they they took the swearing out of it and it just like it kind of just took away from it because it wasn't my original sort of delivery yeah um so yeah yeah it was um 
<laughs> Short, fast, funny. It was actually four minutes. Um, took the swearing out of it, and I'm like, what's up with this guy? It only goes for a minute and a half. <laughs> no, I think I ran... It, it, it only like it didn't. They didn't have to take much out of it. Like I was aware they would have to edit it, and because I do a podcast and shit, I was like, "Oh, I'll be good to the poor person that has to edit this and swear as little as possible." Yeah, it was like nice to the person that was listening to to, to the person <laughs> that was editing. <laughs> Someone I don't know, and I was like conscious of how annoying it is to edit video. Yeah, but yeah, hey, good shit, man. Like <laughs> see, look, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, no, do you know why? Because I feel comfortable talking to you. That's the reason. Anyone out there? I'm if glad, I don't swear, to, if I don't swear when I'm talking to you, I don't know you good enough. <laughs> oh man, we're only acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe I, I can't believe you didn't swear around me. We've known him for so long. <laughs> Yeah, Is but have we ever sat down and had a true D&M? No. You ain't my friend. You're just some dude I know. True. I mean, hey, you, there's a few checkpoints, which means that you know someone well, right? Like, yeah. one of them is time. I feel like even if you see someone every day, like I used to know this dude, I see him like regularly. Um, and within mm-hmm. fucking six months, he was like out of my life and it was gone. And end up being an asshole and fucking whatever else. But that was the end of that. Like, we didn't see each other again, and he didn't end up being a good friend. And it was like, yep. but we, our, the time we knew each other was super intense. Like, three, four times a week, we'd, we'd see each other. Yeah. Um, And it's just like, yeah, but sometimes you need that. You also need to be able to stand the test of time as well. Yeah. And it needs to be quality time as well. Like, if you just think, like, say you're working with a dude and you see him every day for like six hours, yep. but you never actually sit down and get to know the person, the relationship isn't going to advance. You're just going to know him. Yeah, exactly. Like I see people at work and work with people for eight hours a day. And I honestly, man, the way that I kind of work and I'm usually out and all that sort of shit, I'm never really home. Like I honestly spend longer out than I am at home. Like I basically these days only come home to sleep. And um, I still don't feel as close with some of the people I work with, although I'm spending, you know, 40 hours a week with them. Yeah, yeah. I do have a bit of a divide between work and play, though. Like, I I kind of only get to know people at work to a certain level. Yeah, because the thing with work acquaintances and work friends, I think, is that... um, you're never going to mesh with someone 100%. And stress can be a workful, uh, a stressful situation. I see what so you, you try and <laughs> did, did I? Did I do a thing? Yeah, stress can be a workful situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I meant work can be a stressful <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like, let's say you go and try and meet up with that person outside of work and it turns out you can't stand them. Like you, you try and get to know them and you discover their interests or hobbies or whatever is the dumbest shit you've ever heard. Um, you're not going to be able to work with them properly anymore. 
You're going to be looking at that person and going, ah, you double dipped when we went to the chip, to the store. I saw you double dip in that chips in the, in the gravy. You Absolutely. Absolutely. Or like, you know, there'll always be something that triggers you. And Wait, then, is bastard okay? You said bastard. Is that okay? Yeah, I say bastard all the time. Ah, oh, good. I thought you were going to like bastard get off the phone the and do like four Hail Marys and stuff. <laughs> 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 Four how Marys and I'll, I'll pull out the old the old whip and start, you know. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like that dude in um like Angels and Demons or whatever it was. Or yeah, Demons yeah, the, the the creepy um creepy blonde dude, the yeah, albino. That's right. Yeah, is it is it Angel and Demons or a Da Vinci Code? Um, that that was the second one. I think it was Da Vinci Code he was in. Yeah. Okay. But then yeah. again, I haven't seen either of them, so who knows. Uh, this is going to be the thing. It's like anyone that writes in the comment section what the actual answer is, that's just because you got a computer and Google. I'm doing this on the fly. So, like, <laughs> still comment below because I'm sure other people will want to say that they were the first to comment and write what they were, that they, that they knew the answer. But also know that I don't have Google right here. <laughs> I do have Google right here. I'm just not using it for that. I've got other stuff I want to Google. I'm doing a podcast. What else do you want from me? Yeah, but I'm sure you got Google. You got stuff to do. Yeah, like anyone. <laughs> this I'm preempting this. If anyone comments below with the answer to that question, all I'm going to say is, okay, Google. <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone that's driving in their car now with this episode on loudspeaker and their phone just did something because I said, okay, Google, you deserve that. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, so that's uh, that's good. How creepy is that, dude? The 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 whip thing. What like how how is that a? Th- Why would anyone ever do anything like that and say that it was a good thing? Well, there used to be a whole religious order based of it. They called themselves the flagellants. Flat flat flatulence. Flagellant. Flagellant. <laughs> yeah, I know it sounds like farting, but it's a different thing. Um, because they used to flay themselves. Right. So it was like a. Fledger. You know what flaying is? No. I know I know what f- wait, did you say fledger? I've heard of felching, but I'm assuming that's <laughs> No no flaying is to um <laughs> strip the skin from the body. Really? Yeah, so the 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 whips they used um used to like literally tear their backs open and stuff, so it was like they basically flayed themselves. Um and they did it because um they believed that uh, the, the body was sinful by nature, right? And so they're trying to free the spirit. Really? See, see this yep. is why I've got you for this episode. I would have never known that. This is well, also it was about punishing themselves for their for their sins. Know, imagined sins, but you know. So yeah. He was punishing that, that creepy albino dude. Was punishing punishing himself and trying to free the spirit, what trying if, to reach enlightenment. Dude, if you told that guy that whipping yourself was a sin, would he have to do it twice or not at all? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'd probably find some other way to go about hurting himself. Ah, oh, right. Okay. It's... Oh, actually, I read the other day. I read about the coolest thing. Um, there was an order of Japanese monks that would do a type of meditation, right? Where they'd slowly eat less and less and drink less and less. 
over a long period of time until eventually they died and they basically mummified themselves in like a meditation position. Really? Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. So like they can't eat or drink, they still smoke meth? Is that still cool? No, no, they're, they're, they're dead, but yes. <laughs> okay, so meth is cool, not the other. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you get, you get as much meth as you like. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, isn't taking meth just another form of mummification anyway? <laughs> uh, well, it does make your teeth fall out. <laughs> <laughs> and you do send, like, people... People too tend to like shrivel up and dry out. Or is that more ice? I don't know. I think Bit they're like the same thing. Dude, you can tell we're two like middle class white guys. We're just sitting here like like we got <laughs> we got a basic <laughs> understanding of drugs, but not like the finer fucking like details behind like different classes and types. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I know is I, I, I know the basics. Like I know that PCP can make people go crazy and become strong. Yep. Become strong. And I strong. know that from the first Terminator movie where oh, the yeah. Terminator punched open the glass and the cop was like, he was probably on PCB. I had this guy one time and he's like, shut up, Ed, shut up, shut up. <laughs> like he's trying to fucking like tell a story and the, and the, and the other cops just like, shut up, man. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and then he like, cause I, I love Terminator one. It's one of my favorite movies. It's brutal. Yeah. Um, Great movie. And, and then, like, when the when the he looks down and that dude got shot, like he's still shooting for him for like till the fucking last minute. He's like the the Terminator dude's like the fucking walking away, and he's just like hi, and then just starts shooting. Why did he say hey? Why don't you just take a couple shots while his back's fucking turned? Um, I've noticed that a lot in movies and things like that. I. And it probably happens in real life too. I think it's a matter of um, pride. Uh, like if you're yeah. going to kill a person, you want them to know that it was you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like in um, it, like I've reviewed this movie before on the podcast, Alien vs Predator. That bit where he's like, "Don't turn your back on me," and then fucking yeah, yeah. Like it's a pride thing, right? Yeah, like he 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 was like. Come on, dude. You, you you just walk away from me? I'm not that pathetic. Yeah. I can do something. Yeah. Yeah, I guess pride so. gets people killed real quick. Yeah, no, I get it for sure. And definitely smoke that dude in Terminator One. <laughs> <laughs> at that moment that dude was like, Yeah, I'm the hero, yeah. Look at me, yeah, I'm gonna take you out, bitch, right? Do, do, um, do you think it that... didn't work? <laughs> Do you think that people were watching like, oh, fuck, yeah, Ed's going to take him out, and then he did it, and they're just like, oh, what a bitch. (laughs) As he just slides down the wall, and they're just like, ah, typical Ed. (laughs) Gets everyone's attention. Talks a big game, but then, (laughs) just gets killed. never (laughs) Talks a big game, and then just gets killed every time, Ed. Every time. I, I just prefer that if the other guy, like, was still not dead yet, and he was just like, you've disappointed me again, Ed, and then died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. All right, we'll get in some questions. First of all, we're going to just take... A- oh, yeah, we're meant to do that, eh? Yeah, yeah dude, we're, we're going to take a quick break, though, just to... Um, 
just to stretch a leg to get another drink, whatever the fuck, everyone, everyone else won't need to worry about it. I normally would have some like crazy cool little fucking intro, like little um, sound sample between the um, for the break, but I don't yep. have a sound sample. Maybe that's something I'm working on next year. Maybe I got shit in the works for next year to make this podcast production a little bit more along the lines of the uh, the professional podcast that you might be used to, such as the Joe Rogan Experience. But for example, right now, you're getting in on the ground floor. So if you're listening to this episode right now, you kind of fucked this podcast before it was famous. <laughs> so um, uh, enjoy listening to the episodes before I had a cool sound sample to merge both half of the episodes together. Please flip over the tape to side B to hear the rest of this podcast. And we're back here for the second part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, boys. Now, uh, for those of you who are unaware... For a little bit of editing magic, it hasn't actually been only 20 seconds. It's been longer. Well, welcome. Don't tell the people. Well, 2020 is just the year that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I hope that we listen back to this in years to come and think like, fuck, man, I'm so glad we got through 2020. And I hope it's not like we look back in years to come and go like, fuck, we didn't realise, but that was as good as it got. <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day, and we were talking, and I was just like, it was like, you know, now people say, you know, at least it's not raining. In the future, we're going to be looking back and go, well, at least it's in 2020. Dude, for sure. That's exactly what it is. It's going to be a specific thing. People are going to say that. Yeah. Like, oh, the shit, yeah, but it's not 2020. <laughs> yeah, like, there's actually people out there getting 2020 tattoos, like, so that in years to come, they can just be like, yeah, dude, I was fucking there. I was there. I lived through it. We're not out we're, of the woods yet, but I'm glad that we're fucking getting past some of the shit. Yeah, just got, you know, a month and a half to go. Hmm. That's it, man. Yeah, let's uh, get into some questions. As we teased at the start, we got some uh, questions coming through. Some of them are just random oh, yeah. comedy questions. Like, um, some of them are just random comedy questions. So, some of them are uh, questions about comedy, me doing comedy, random stuff like that, like fan questions. And other ones are the actual, like, um, I need advice for this situation. So, we'll start off. I've just got like a. Um, like a, a question about comedy, which Jack can weigh in on because you were there for the first time I ever did comedy. Uh, yeah, plus, you know, I'm totally, definitely an expert in comedy. You're an expert. I mean, I've watched TV you... and comedians are sometimes on it. Yeah, it's like you don't need to be a comedian to be an expert in comedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, first question is, um, how did you start? So someone asked me uh, to answer, how did I start comedy? way that I got into comedy was uh, I've always been a fan of comedy and I've always tried to be the funny guy in the group of people. And uh, when I was in high school... You always were the funny guy. Oh, always, sometimes I succeeded. But um, yeah. yeah, when I was in high school, even in like the later years of primary school, uh, for anyone listening overseas, that's how we do it. Primary school till the sixth year and then high school in in the um from year seven to 12 that's for new south wales i think canberra's got some other fucking weird shit going on um yeah. but yeah anyway um i was always trying to be like the class clown or whatever 
And then eventually I got to the point where I was like 23 and I was like, man, I should actually give comedy a crack. Or like even before that, like 21, I was like, oh, I should give comedy a crack. And uh, Well, yeah, because I was there the whole time going, you know what? You should do stand-up. You'd kill it. <laughs> the worst thing was it was... I like to think I guided you onto your future path. Yeah, I'll give you that title too because... Aside from everyone else that would just laugh at my shit, you actually told me to do something with it. <laughs> That's true. I was always very encouraging. <laughs> it's like, um, like for the first time, someone that is like, you could be like a good career advisor at school. Like you can see someone's fucking potential and then tell them to pursue it. Whereas like, honestly, dude, the fucking um, careers advisor at school as an adult, I'm like, dude, that's a pretty shit fucking job, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how I got into comedy. I, I've always been a fan of comedy. I listened to a few podcasts. The first podcast I listened to was the Monday Morning Podcast with Bill Burr. And um, he was talking about comedy, how he got into comedy. And uh, that led me to um, to another podcast, uh, which he had the guest on there, Paul Verzi. Paul Verzi's podcast was talking about starting out. I sent him an email and said, like, I'm thinking of doing comedy. What you what do you think? And he was just like, yeah, um, that's a good, good idea. And then, so I had Jack already telling me another comedian saying like, Oh, this is how I got into comedy. And like, if you think that you've got it, always give it a shot. Anyone that should, and this is my advice to anyone out there that's in the same position that I was in four years ago, thinking about doing comedy, but hadn't started yet. Um, give it a crack, go to an open mic. I run an open mic, um, hit me up for a spot and uh, give it a shot. Like, get your best five minutes worth of shit together and go up on stage and have a crack. Definitely. Um, so, and important, even if it doesn't go well and it felt crap, remember, always do at least two. That way you know whether or not you really sucked or if it was just nerves. Yeah, for sure. Like, the first time I did it, I fucking sucked. But... I got a couple of laughs, and just that couple of laughs was enough to encourage me to do it again. And, yeah, fucking here I am. Still not getting laughs, but still getting up there, so fucking good shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, so that's... Uh, but, yeah, like I mentioned before, Jack was there for the first time. Uh, he was um, with me, and we went in. It was at Smith's Alternative, which is still a room that's running uh, two two nights a month. At the time, it was only one night, one night a month, and there was uh, the other room was the front, and the Phoenix, Phoenix is shut down, uh, but Smiths in the front still, still running and still going today. So fucking rooms still exist, uh, and uh, that's why I like that's why I like the Canberra comedy scene because you can just get into it. People are welcoming and stuff like that. New, always welcoming of newbies as well. So. Yeah, fucking good good time to be in it. So, yeah, your first night, everyone was pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I remember there was like four other people there and they're all, they took the time to talk to you and stuff, which was cool. Yeah, well, um, the MC was Bill Macon. He was also the guy that I opened for at the Canberra Comedy Festival for the first time I've yep. performed in the Comedy Festival. Um, so, yeah, he's kind, he's kind cool of been... Dude. Yeah, dude, he's he's rad. He's uh, he's kind of like my comedy spirit animal, man. He's always been there. He's like my my guardian fucking comedy angel. Um, there's a couple like that. There's another guy in the scene, Kai Fei, which I don't think you've met before, but he's like another another one that's uh, been there since the start. 
And um, yeah, yeah. So that's why I recommend it's a it's a it's a rad time. Get into it. Get it up, yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually, do you know what, dude? I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember Nigel, the venue owner, went up and did a set that night? Yep, I remember that. Dude, he has never done a set since. Like, you witnessed the f- the one and only time he's ever got up on stage and told told a couple of uh, done some stage. Oh, time. really? Yeah, he never. I remember done that. he wasn't that bad. Yeah, he did well, man. I actually think I followed him. I can't remember the the order, but I'm pretty sure I was on after him. Uh, yeah. So yeah, fucking yeah. I still you see him. I still see him every month when I head on in there and do my set at Smiths. Nice. Um, so yeah, cool. Uh, I've got a um, got another another question. Um, oh, so I got a sort of similar to, related to that last question. Um, hey man, any tips for a kid that loves comedy? Well, first of all, I have to start by saying, don't blow it. Keep it simple. <laughs> Count your money. Uh, but I—that's <laughs> my advice for everything, though. So, uh, like, I'll give some more custom advice. I'd say just, like I said before, if you love it and you want to try doing it, do it. Um, if you don't want to do it, uh, you just want to enjoy it. Uh, find out like a specific artist that you like. And listen to everything they've ever done. <laughs> That's a hundred percent my advice. Like, find a comedian you like, and f- listen to everything they've got. If they got a podcast, if they got specials, if they got anything, I reckon go out and go out and smash it. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. If you love comedy, just like immerse yourself into it, and then yeah. it's like everything I do, man. I prefer to like do something a hundred percent and find out whether I want to continue doing it or not, than to half-ass it and and decide, like, oh, maybe I'm kind of into it or not. Like, how many people yeah, have... Yeah, no, that, that's good advice for everything. Yeah. Immerse yourself in the culture and, like, the stuff. Like, if you're learning piano, you're going to listen to top piano players. You're going to want to know, you know, what they do, what everyone does, you know? Yeah, don't, like... How many don't learn people... by the piano by watching people play guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, how many people um, do a hobby for ten years and then give up on it? It's like, well, did you ever want to fucking do it or not? Like, I know if I did comedy for ten years, that would be it. Like, I'd be, I'd be in it. Like, after twelve months, if I'm fully submersed, I know if I want to keep doing it or not. But if I only do it like once every few months, I could do it for ten years before I decide if I want to do it or not. Yeah, so you're better off... Always jump straight into the deep end. Yep, both feet straight in the deep end. That's kind of why I don't have a lot of time because I, every little hobby or idea that I pick up, I pursue it like to the end of the earth and then I like decide whether or not I want to do it or not. So yeah, that's uh, we're not just here to give advice. We're here to give fucking life advice for every situation <laughs> that you can apply my fucking knowledge to. And, and to be honest, man, I'm just going to throw out a disclaimer right here. If you take any of the advice that I give on this podcast as serious, then, I mean, yeah, add it to your own thing. Mix it down. This is my... The, the, my advice is the vodka. You supply the fucking mixer. If you don't cut it with your knowledge already and you just do exactly what I say, that's your fucking problem. If you're listening to a podcast for life advice and then it doesn't work out how I said it would... 
Don't fucking blame me for it. I'm not here to like be a, some sort of life coach. I'm an entertainer. This is what I do. Look, I'm already on the back foot about like this, <laughs> like yelling at audience members just because they fucking listen to my podcast. But yeah, um, yeah, that's my advice. Is just li- listen to uh, listen to what you want to do and listen to your heart. Just listen to your heart. And, um, you know, look at the crystals on your dashboard and just take the one, use the moon signs and just look at yourself for guidance. Get out the, like, even if you need a Ouija board, man, just fucking get it out there and ask ask the spirits, the demons, whatever's going to give you the right shit. Uh, anyway. That's <laughs> that's my disclaimer. I don't know how to shorten that. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um. So, and then last of all of the of the uh, of the comedy related quest- questions, uh, what comedians do I like? Now I kind of mentioned this before. My number one's Bill Burr, um, Jim Jeffries, Doug Stanhope, Sam Kinison, and uh, Bill Hicks and George Carlin. They're my uh, they're my top comedians they've all got kind of a trend with each other um but yeah any of those there i'll say it again slowly for you dumb fucks with your google out now bill burr jim jeffries doug stanhope sam kinnison bill hicks and george carlin there we go so now you can fucking google it without being like having to pause and go back and all that shit you still might need to pause and go back but at least now it's like a little bit easier for you <laughs> but um yeah yeah i only recognize two of those so yeah what, 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 i'm just gonna nod my head and go yes yeah so um though like i said everyone has content out there like you're better off looking up everything that that person has for example bill burr i mentioned before he's got the podcast he um does um all of his stand-up specials um he's got he's um He's got cartoon, the cartoon that he did, the F is for Family. He did a lot of, he did the writing and voices for that. So um, check out everything that anyone ever has and then, yeah, scope it. And um, a thing I think about is, uh, well, I think about comedians is, I think people prefer or like comedians more that they can relate to. So because people, find things funny if it relates to their real life experiences. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, like... Um, my, what, one of my favourite comedians is Gabriel Iglesias, and that's because he's a big fat dude, and so am I. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, man. Mr. Fluffy. I love Gabriel. Fluffy's so good. Yeah, it's funny shit, dude. And and do you know what? I think I was talking... I think it was Bill Macon I was talking to about this. He'll do an hour of new material... And then he'll come out and do an hour of classics, like where the crowd will suggest a topic and he'll fucking do that joke. Like it's like a like a jukebox kind of joke style, dude, when he does his live shows. Nice. Yeah. It's like uh, there's this comedian, um, Andrew Dice Clay, and uh, he does all these, he's got all these, uh, he's got a, I think he's got a special on YouTube, I can't remember uh, where I've seen it, but um, he's got punchlines where the crowd is like saying the punchline along with him. It's the kind of like the Bon Jovi, like 
he just hold the mic out like living on a prayer. <laughs> but like some of his early stand up, he had such a massive following. People just wanted to hear the classics. <laughs> just a fucking random healthy cough. <laughs> like um just that like random like you ever heard someone doing like one of those fucking gnarly coughs that you just like it's not just like a random like tickle in the throat you know it's like real wet and like (laughs) yeah dude like imagine just doing one of those when you're going for like health insurance or some shit They're just like, yeah, nah, is that your lung? You're like, um, yes, I'm just like to sign up for private health insurance. I was wondering um, if I can just be covered for everything. And they're like, yeah, sure, any pre-existing health conditions. And you just bust out like on the spot. They're like, no, nothing yet. So I should be good to go. (laughs) Yeah. I I have to... um, Hey, this is another thing for any of the listeners. For this is the insider information about myself. Speaking of health insurance, I got to get fucking braces. What? Yeah, dude, I get I got to get braces. So like, ever since like seven year old with braces, that's gonna be weird, dude. Twenty seven year old with braces just says someone that has recently had to save a lot of money. Like, if you've got braces in your in your late twenties. Let's be honest, 27, that's late 20s. I'm not going to say even mid to late. Like, I've passed that fucking boat now, dude. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm just going to start calling it. I'm going to start telling people I'm 30 for the next three fucking years, all (laughs) right? Dude, do you know what? Actually, this is... That way, by the time you're actually 30, you already own it. Yeah, this is the funny thing, dude. Like, if I told people I was 30, they would be like, oh, yeah, cool, man. You look good for your age. And I'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, no. If I told people that I was thirty, they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, oh really? Only thirty? Like I, I went to get, I went to get petrol the other week, right? I walk in, and the guy just instantly just sees as soon as I start walking towards the counter, he's like, oh man, nice, nice man, nice. And I'm like, what, what, what's up? And he's just like, your beard, dude. I, I love it. Like that's a rad beard. And I was like, thanks, dude. I, I dig it. I said, the problem about having a good beard is I know that one day I'll, like, probably go bald because, like, that just genetically, that's just how things go, right? And he was like, nah, man, if it hasn't happened yet, it won't. And I'm like, happened yet? And he was just like, yeah, yeah, no, like, if you've still got a full head of hair, man, usually happens earlier on, like, you, you should be good now if you've gotten past that stage. And I was like, how old do you I think how old do you think I am? And he's like, nah, forty, forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, fuck dude, that's the quickest anyone has ever turned a compliment into an insult. Forty, forty five. He just well, said it's it so like, let's be real. Dude, I've aged like a pair of white sneakers, dude. Like I've fucking Good for the first few years and then just fucked after that. I'd like to think, though, that, I, that I'm going to stay looking this old until, like, I actually match how I look. No, no. I remember you got a really elastic face. Like, oh, that elasticity ain't going to hold forever. Fuck, that was only cool in high school. Now I have a life of pain ahead of me. <laughs> 
Dude, remember how the <laughs> I used that elastic? Like, I remember, you used to be able to stretch, like, your cheek, like, right friggin' out. Yeah, dude, the stretchy skin, man. <laughs> stretchy skin, man. I was, like, the shitty yeah, that, version. That ain't gonna help you once you hit 50. Yeah, yeah it was, like, I not worth. I had to look up drooping off. <laughs> <laughs> I look like the fucking slush puppy dog. <laughs> Dude, dude, my jowls. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you reckon, I, like, it, a life of saggy skin was not worth the few laughs I got for the for the stretchy skin? <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to start moisturizing hard now. Oh, the thing is, I can't moisturize underneath my beard. Like, maybe I should just moisturize up to the beard. Like, when you mow the lawn up to the garden beds. The, the worst response I ever had to that was when I tried to show your old man. I was like, hey, dude, check this out. Stretch my face out. And he was just like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's very rarely impressed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look, a blue car. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, I dig it. Um, but yeah, so that, that's my fucking stretchy skin shit. Uh, we'll... Going, oh, so that one was uh, stretchy skin. We're moving on now into the afternoon. I hope you're driving home safely here on the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. Just treat it like a radio show. <laughs> Start saying the time so it's completely irrelevant. Like, oh, the time is now um, 8.02 p.m., depending on when you're listening to this episode. <laughs> now, remember, whatever the time is here, you need to add yourself a couple of hours if you're on Perth time. <laughs> The scary thing is how well I fit into that radio voice, like that classic, like, 80s, 90s style radio, like, oh, we're back here with Jack Taylor. Jack, can you tell us about what we're going to be talking about today? <laughs> yeah, Marky, I'm in, I'm on, on the, I'm flying over the Southern Highway, and it looks like there's traffic jam. <laughs> traffic jam. Uh, looks like uh, some ice cream truck is getting mobbed by fat kids. Back to you. Oh, gee, sounds rough out there, Jack. Well, I hope you bought yourself a um, a machete to get through that line and get yourself an ice cream. <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> Them oh. fat kids are going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know when you've got a, f- like a weight loss problem when you need to use a machete to lose weight? <laughs> oh, man, he's like a body sculptor. But, um, all right, now we get into the nitty-gritty. I've got a question okay. here that is 100% your fucking shit. This is the... Uh, does that mean I'm going to have to think on it for like an hour and give you the most detailed response possible? I mean, if you could, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hit me up, hit me up. Okay, so, um, like I said before, this is the Dr. Jekyll and Marky Hyde um, episode, so we're... Basically, yeah, we're finally going to get into it. And we got like both of our opinions on each sort of question. Uh, now I'm going to read a question. Uh, all these are sent for anonymously, so I don't name names. Uh, question is: My girlfriend is bi. We've been dating for six months, and I was wondering: Is this the right time for her to express the idea of? dating other chicks or seeing other chicks on the side or is that considered cheating interesting all right so wait how long have they been together six months six months and did she like did she bring up the topic of seeing other girls uh i don't have all the information let's let's give an answer to say that like that 
Okay, I'm going to create a backstory just in this situation because it doesn't really matter. There's just a conversation starter. I'm going to get to the answer. I already um, have my answer for the person which I supplied. But to bring it onto the um, onto the podcast, the question is, uh, the the backstory is, the um, the girl came to the guy and was just like, I've often seen other girls on the side and I'm not getting everything that I want out of this relationship because I feel like there's something missing because I still have that craving to hook up with girls. Um, what do you think we should do? What? Oh, that's a tough one. So if she's already went behind his back before, that's already a bad start. But okay, hopefully so, that isn't the case. Yeah, let's let's just treat everybody as if they... um. Oh, like open really and honest 100%. and civil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, there are two schools of thought. Uh, I, I'm thinking about this and there's there's two ways. That, well, three, actually, if you consider the bad route. But there are two ways this could end sort of okay. Um, number one, you keep everything 100% above board. Um, she has to let you know if she is going to see someone and who she's seeing. Like, if she starts sneaking around behind your back, it's already over. You know, as soon as, you know, lies start being thrown around or secrets are getting, being kept, the relationship ain't going to work. Um, that's one idea. Another idea is if you haven't been together that long and you're not too sure if you're going to stay with this person for a very long period of time. You know, just if she's not 100% happy with you, you know, just end it. Um, she can be happy elsewhere and you'll be happy elsewhere as well. And then there's the bad route. Part three. Um, the, if you went straight to her and just said, no, I'm not comfortable with this, because two other things could happen. Either A, she goes, okay, um, I'm okay with that, but really she'd be resentful of you forevermore and the relationship would fester and die. Or B, she sneaks around behind your back anyway. Either way, the relationship will eventually fester and die. Um, and even if you do go with like the very first route where she is above board and she tells you about everything, um, there's a very real chance of her developing feelings for someone else. Like I've seen this in um, open relationships before. If, if someone is that intimate with someone else, chances are they're going to start to prefer that person over you. And when that happens, you know, it, the relationship isn't going to work out. They're even going to leave you or they're going to resent being with you. Um, because time spent with you is time spent and they could have spent with them. So it's a tough one. Um, but I think the most important thing is just being 100% honest. Always speak your feelings. Um, tell them how you truly feel. Like, if you don't feel great about it, let them know. Um, yeah. Oh, That's man. what I got off the top of my head. Dude, nailed it. Fucking round of applause. <laughs> Jack, Dr. fucking Jackal has just nailed the, the perfect response. That's like the well-rounded response. Honestly, my opinion is openness, 100% openness. I've actually... Always uh, openness. 
when, when I was single, I went on a few dates with people that were in open relationships. So, like, their other half was okay with them, like, going on dates and stuff. Dude, mm-hmm. in every case, I was uncomfortable because I was like, this doesn't seem like they've properly discussed it. Like, I've never been on a date with someone that was in an open relationship where I felt like the other party was completely down with it. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, fairly, more often not, it's one member of the group who wants to be, I mean, of the party who wants to be um, in an open relationship. And the other person doesn't want to lose that person. They're, like, too codependent. So they say, yeah, it's okay and whatnot. You know, please don't leave me. Yeah, true. And then before you know, that thing going to fester so quick. Um, I think a relationship only truly works if both parties respect each other. It's got to be more than just love or attraction. It needs to be respect. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, for sure. See, this is the reason why if I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire... And even if I knew you didn't know the answer, I'd still call you just to, like, get one of these fucking mad moments out where you just, like, give <laughs> some advice on national TV. I'd be like, hey, Jack, don't worry about the question. I've got something here, man. Like, this chick wants to bang other chicks. What do you reckon? And in, like, the remaining 10 seconds of that call, you'd just be like, oh, look, uh, relationships are all about openness. I reckon nothing should be done without a conversation. Uh, best of fucking luck, man. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, hey, I tell you what, Eddie, I'm just going to lock in fucking B and I get it right and I win the million dollars. And I'm like, shit, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but look, my, my advice on that one, similar to yours, I would say um, in most cases, uh, open relationships are more so pers- pursued by one party of the relationship and yeah. not com- like mutually agreed on. Yeah, I've had friends who were in emotion, in open relationships. Uh, in both times, it crashed and burned. Yeah, I've seen the same thing happen, man, in, in my circle of um, people. And, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, it sounds good on paper. Um, and, look, to be honest, man, I'm sure there are open relationships out there that actually work. Like, I'm sure that there are. Um, but I'm yet to find one. There has to be at least one. <laughs> Dude, I have to be honest here, man. The 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 fucking Marky Hyde answer to this episode, to this question, you got to go for the threesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's only okay, one fucking answer. Okay, if you can answer. swing it that way, um, if... If all three parties are in on it, then yeah, nothing to worry about. Yeah, dude, I reckon, like, to be honest, man, I reckon that this person should at least try it, like, see how it goes to see if it works. I know that you open yourself up to some potential, like, emotional hurt, hurt, but you should, as long as you're, like, open about it and you say, like, look, I'm not, like, happy with this and you like you you end it you just don't drag it out for longer than it needs to go for or you just do the whole like look i've never done this before let's just like keep an open mind see how it goes would it be like it has to be mutual like you can't just be like she's seeing other chicks um but not being open about it like it needs to be a thing but at the same time, I've heard of some relationships where 
yeah, the the girl is um, happy to hook up with only other girls. That's another thing that you need to like work out. Is is it going to be girls or girls and guys? Like a lot of people aren't going to be happy with a girl hooking up with other guys, but they might yeah. be okay with other girls. And also, if it's, it seems like if it's the girl bringing back another girl to have a threesome, it's kind of like they're both in on the same thing. So it's like kind of more like mutual then. Like it's like they're both in yeah. on the same sort of. Um, it's like they they're all they're both involved. Like, it's not just, like, yeah. uh, one side or the other. But, yeah, anyway. Yeah, dude, I reckon, honestly, the only way you can do this is go for the threesome. If it doesn't work, um, like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> no, let me word that differently. The most even way for this to happen is threesome. Like, if you don't both get to hook up with the other person, then it's not even. Like you need That's true. It won't the, get fair. the only way for this to be completely fair is you both need to hook up with the third party. <laughs> Dude, I actually think that like as much as I just said threesome is a joke, man, that's actually the answer. <laughs> Maybe. I'm polyamorous relationships have been known to work as long as rules are in place. Cause Jealousy is a thing. Um, Actually, one if you start spending too much time with one party over the other, the other side will get hurt mm. and they will be resentful. Um, now that I think about it, I actually do know an open relationship which is avatar. Which is, um, I actually do know an open relationship which is. Um, in a bit of it's a it's pretty much in the public eye. It's actually there's a podcast that I listen to with a Canberra based couple where they talk about their open relationship. Um, and that podcast is called We Slow Fuck to K pop and it's <laughs> fucking great. So listen to those guys because they actually go into the the um, logistics of how their relationship works and yeah. You it's, got games of the nitty gritty. Yeah, they, they talk about it. Actually one of the episodes they get one of the girls on the episode to talk about like how the experience is. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, fucking rad podcast. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, we'll get into our last question. This one's pretty much open and shut for me, man. I feel like you might be the same, but I want to uh, I want to hear your uh, your breakdown of it. Okay, I'll do my best. I'll try and keep an open and thoughtful mind. Okay, from both sides of it. So I might do like. I might do the guy's side of it if you do the girl's side of it, all right? Okay. Because that's, yeah, that's how it goes uh, for this one. Well, actually, no, how about we both give both sides of it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hello, my friend is dating. Um, oh, now's where you get to hear me fucking read, like, out loud and how shit I am. Um, Jack, do you remember in high school when, like, I would just, like lose where I'd always sit next to you and when we had to read out loud in the class I would just get to a point where we're like alright Jack take it over from here and you would just read the rest of my paragraph and then yours <laughs> so well you... that's because I was always very confident in reading aloud <laughs> alright fuck it uh, like 
Maybe that's the better way to do this. All right, when we do this shit in person, you're going to be reading the fucking questions because you're the, the more confident reader. Like, how good is that? I even outsourced the fucking reading out loud. Like, I was just above the law. Like, the teacher's like, all right, Mark, you can read the next paragraph. And I just read, like, the first sentence and be like, take it away, Jack. And Jack can just read his fucking paragraph and and the rest of mine. <laughs> like, yeah, sweet, sweet. <laughs> I was like the opening act and you were the headliner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I didn't want to take yeah. away too much of the audience for my own performance. I wanted them to focus mostly on you, and I was just warming them up to show like what was in store. Warming them up, getting uh, them ready for the main event. Yeah. So uh, the question is: Hello, my friend is uh, dating this guy. They were they are engaged. Mm-hmm. He has flirted with other girls before, sexting and stuff. He says he'll stop three times. This has happened. Then she uh, found a file on his computer from about a month ago and has all these nudes of his ex and sex tapes. I think... Right. Um, anyway, all these nudes and sex tapes. Um, I think that she should get out now. Or uh, could all the photos not really mean anything? What do you think? Ooh, all right. I'm going to try and look at this from both angles. All right? I'm going to do my best, even though I'm already leaning one side, okay? <laughs> I get it. Because, uh, you know, I've, I've got to try and be open-minded. Um, nah, he sucks. Dump him. <laughs> 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 no, but he, he, here's the thing. Life's more complicated than we, you know, than we pretend. Um even though you found the stuff on his computer and that is automatically a, you know, a red flag, like that's a bad thing. Um, even if you bring this evidence to your friend who's engaged to him, uh, love is weird. She may think she's in love. She, she will probably turn a blind eye and you may become the bad guy. The more you strive to separate because it would be good for her, the more angry she will be at you when it doesn't work out. You all remember this, the, your friend who is engaged to this dude is already caught him doing these things three times, right? And yet she's turned a blind eye to it each time. That's the, the tough bit. Um, and the more you try and bring it up to her, the more you turn into the bad guy. So, yeah. That's a tough situation. Um, Do you know what, man? I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate this question and just say I'm not giving advice to that relationship. I'm giving advice to this person on how they should handle that situation. Because I feel like that's okay. a little bit more in depth than just yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing my best. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a fucking good job, man. I'm just gonna let you sit back. Sit back here. You're the fucking doctor. I'm just hired, dude. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, this, I mean, for her, she found it, okay. Um, you obviously have to give it to your friend. Well, show her that, that, that you found it. But don't say anything, all right? Don't go, look at this, he's a scumbag, you have to break it off. Don't, don't oh, no, say the f- that. No, no, she found, so the, the girl found it and then went to her friend and was like, what should I do? Oh, okay, well, that changes things. 
Well, in that case, she's already having doubts. Yeah, no, no, tell her to break her the hell up. <laughs> Dude, you, you, hit, you hit a really good point, which I didn't know whether you are going to get it or not, and I was going to address it. If mm-hmm. you're already checking the person's laptop or computer or whatever, you already have some doubts. Like, I can understand yeah, sometimes... You've already got them doubts. Yeah, I can understand sometimes you use someone's computer and you're like, oh, look, this thing popped up, whatever. But, like, I feel like... And, and that might have been the case, but I feel like... No, it was definitely hidden. She went digging. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, so. Like, if you're digging and you, you've definitely got some doubts already, and that's probably the main cause of concern. Yeah. But to be honest with you, man... um. The file on the computer was apparently from a month ago. So unless they've been dating for more than a month, like they've probably been dating for more than a month. So I'm assuming that's weird. Well, they're engaged, so I'm assuming much longer than a month. Hopefully, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's it's like so I know people that have got engaged like in less time than that. But um, I've heard of people. But um, all my friends are like. Um, not that trusting, so I don't actually know people that have done that, but I've heard of it. <laughs> it's like, it's like that's how you know that I have some friends that are just like conspiracy theorists. They're just like never, like they're just not engaged yet. They're just like being married. They're just been living with with each other for like seven years, not married, <laughs> not engaged. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so I honestly think my advice to that one is similar to yours. I, I would just like get out, but at the same time, because you basically covered off what this person should tell their friend. Um, mm-hmm. My advice to that person would be, um, and was, your friend needs to have an open conversation with the um, with the with the partner. the partner, and just be like, "Look, relationships are built on trust. At the moment, yeah. I'm having trust issues." And I have reason for that trust issues and admit to it. I would just totally admit to it. I'd just be like, I was using your computer. I found this on your computer. Yeah, I was yep. using your computer last week. I've had some issues um, trusting uh, you in the relationship because obviously I found out that you've been sexting people f- like three times um, yeah. in the past. And obviously this isn't like, it's it's not unlike you to do that sort of stuff. So obviously that's where the, the trust issues came from. I found the thing on, on the, fo- the file on the thing. What's the story with it? And it's like, well, if we've been dating for like longer than six, than a month, I'm assuming, and it's from a month ago, what's all this shit? Yeah. And then at least, because some people would just get out of that relationship and not convey how they actually felt to the person. Like, not just be like, mm. I this is the reason why, like, I don't trust you or this is the reason why I'm breaking up with you. They would just, like, I've heard stories in the past where people have just been like, oh, I just want to see you anymore. Like, oh, we grew apart, whatever. I feel like... Yeah, they, they deserve an explanation, at least, usually. Yeah, or, like, something that just says, like, this is what happened. This is why this didn't work. I don't know yeah. whether it's to better the person. Like, you're not trying to fix the person. Like, you don't want them to say, like, well, I fucked that up, so the next relationship I won't cheat on her. Like, it's not really... No, def- I think it's closure for yourself. Yeah, it is. It's 100%. Um, if you never say anything, you're always going to be thinking about what their reaction would have been to if you did say something. 
Mm-hmm. And that's going to weigh on your conscious. I forgot. On your mind. I forgot the quote, like who said this quote, but it was just like, um, you don't want to f- like fall victim to your own thoughts or desires. Like imagine just mm. like becoming um, trapped within yourself thinking about what could have been. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my advice in this one. I reckon... Um. I do have one more thing with this piece, with, with this um, question, though. One, one more thing. Um, I was thinking about a, another aspect that we didn't really touch on is the temperament of the dude. If you are going to confront him and say, what's up and blah, 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 you have to know for certain that he's not the type who's going to have an angry outburst. Absolutely. You know? What you should do is bring your friend with you. Make sure it's two on one, um, <laughs> because you you never know with people. You know, if he got caught out cheating or something, he may be a crappy dude. You don't want to wind up in a you know domestic abuse sort of situation. You know what I'm saying? Fucking great point, actually. I reckon if there's any, because without knowing the temperament of the person. Um, if there's any like reasonable doubt that this could turn nasty, I probably think that it'd be better to not approach the situation and just like yeah. make plans to bail. But I feel like if you're engaged to somebody, um, you know that they're, um, you kind of know their temperament at by that point a little bit more. And if you have yeah. any inkling that it might turn out um, bad, then you're I would honestly say that escaping the situation is and not giving probably for the best. Yeah, is oh, and and leave them a leave them an SMS and change your number. Problem solved. Yeah, or change your number, leave them an SNS, SMS, change it back just for all the new like people that you're <laughs> going to be messaging now you're single. Um, but yeah, that's actually um, a really good fucking point. Um, yeah, that's like. A- I've, I've, I've seen it happen, heard it happen. Like people sometimes fall in these relationships because they're, you know, codependent. They can't really handle themselves. They're on drugs or drinking or something. Um, even if he's really good all the time, and you know, just loses his temper when he's been drinking. That that that, that happens. That's just a common thing in the world. Um, or maybe you've been together a short time and you're pregnant. You know, so you're like, okay, God, I'm going to have to marry this dude, right? Uh, you don't have to marry him, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's actually a really good point, man. Like, it leads into, like, a whole bunch of other advice. But it's just like, um, in without knowing the full situation, you're right, though. Like, a lot of people will stick around with someone for like reasons that they create in their own mind. They think exactly. that it's important to be with somebody or it means so much to have someone uh, around or whatever. Yeah, like people who don't feel confident or have like you mentioned, the self-esteem necessary to, you know, make it on their own. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah, so they... Um, people with low self-esteem, they get taken advantage of. It's a sad fact about the world yeah exactly man like um, um and in that situation get help there are resources available to you and there are you know women's shelters and um you can go to st Vinny's and get help talk to someone see a psychologist and there's no shame in it 
I've seen a psychologist for years. Best thing I ever did. Fuck yeah, dude. That's a that's a good positive note to leave it on, man. Um, I reckon that yeah 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 plug and <laughs> plug and vintage. Yo, dude, if you if anyone from Vinny's is listening and they want to like sponsor the podcast, man, I won't even charge you. <laughs> If you <laughs> won't even charge you, yeah, I'll I won't give you a even... shout out for free. Yeah, that's a free shout out to St. Vincent to Paul, man. Thanks for fucking tuning into the podcast. That one's on the heart. Yeah, that... thanks for being such mad lads. That's on the you arm. You know, you help people. Yeah, that's on the arm, that one, St. Vincent to Paul. You guys are, <laughs> like, really helping out with everything. And this is the thing, man. Like, I've... um. I've always said, like, there's no... Sh- this is why I'm kind of open with how I feel about certain things, and I'll tell you straight... Mm. Tell people straight up about how things are, is because, yeah. like you mentioned before, there's no shame in doing what you do. Like, if you do something, yeah. why not tell people that you do it? It's yeah. like, you can sometimes... And it, 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 should, it should never be shameful for trying to better yourself. Mm. You know, if someone tries to make you feel crap because, you know you just start going to the gym and you're out of shape and something and, you know, someone makes a snide remark, like, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, my, that's my one F word. You know, screw those people. You heard it here you first. You can make <laughs> it. You can do it. <laughs> fuck, dude. This has become the um, the motivational speaking tape that we always wanted it to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, see that psychologist, and some people say it's really expensive. Go see a doctor, right? Uh, The first six sessions, sometimes the first 12, are always free when seeing a psychologist if you've got a legitimate reason. Yeah. Psychologist doesn't have to be expensive. There are resources available to you. Yeah, dude. Like, we go... Same with gyms. Gyms don't need to be expensive. There are resources. You can get, you know... Uh, subsidies, uh, tax breaks, all sorts. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't see that with the gym, right? They don't think about the extra. Yeah, there, there is money to be saved if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> What's that saying? The, the saying I love, every every dollar saved is a dollar earned. <laughs> uh, well, that's a good saying. It's good advice. Now, remember, all of our um, advice is based on our country only, so I would like to list the below countries that also um, this podcast has been downloaded in may not apply to you. We've got United States, United Kingdom, Spain, New Zealand, France, Canada, Romania, Thailand, Germany, Ireland, Denmark, Israel, Kenya, Sweden, Singapore. Shout out to all my listeners in fucking Kenya, uh, Sweden, and Singapore. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. <laughs> I know that I've, I know I've got, I've got a series of listeners in Grenfell, New South Wales, small country town. Represent. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, all this information is based on our own country. Um, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to um, seek advice from your local council if you want any funding towards psychiatric help, especially if you live in a country outside of Australia where seventy two percent. 72.31% of my listeners are all from Australia. Thanks for listening to our advice episode so far. And uh, we're thinking of making this a uh, more regular episode. So make sure you like, subscribe, share, and uh, rate the podcast. And send through some uh, advice. If you like listening to this, send through advice to either Marky Worthington Comedy on Facebook, Instagram, Marky Comedy on, in, on um, Twitter. 
You can also contact me via email on markyworthingtoncomedy at gmail.com. Now, Jack, let's hear your closing out bit. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, um, hopefully I'll be back again soon. So I think you have some questions for me. Some, you, you got a difficult problem in your life, I'll do my best to answer them. Um, I give pretty terrible advice, but I at least give sincere advice. Um, do you always trust that? It's always going to be sincere. So, yeah, send, send us through some questions. Yeah, Keen to hear what you guys are up to. I'm going to be the first to say it, man. Your fucking advice is solid. Don't demote your advice at all. It's like, that's like, dude, your advice as I'm doing the, like, I'm thinking of writing into my own show so I can hear you answer my fucking shitty question. (laughs) 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 Like, I'm going to disguise a question amongst the others that's advice that I want to hear how I should handle a situation, but I'm too proud to tell you that I don't know what to do. (laughs) Uh, You'd never be too proud to come to me, Mark. Trust me, I'm here for you, bro. Here for you. I'm here for all your listeners. Fuck yeah, dude. Thanks for fucking listening, everybody. And like I said, um, do what you need to do to get more questions in and follow me on social medias. Peace. Uh, See you guys. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me take a couple deep breaths. One more. That third one. Ah, I'm good. How do you know I wanted to breathe? I can tell you, man. I know. I know you. <laughs> did I do it last time? Maybe. I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, you did it last time. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money.